Different days. Merry Christmas. Christmas is over. It's Kwanzaa. Today's the second day of Kwanzaa. Well, for those that maybe hadn't heard the last show, I'm telling them Merry Christmas. (laughs) Don't start your shit today. Yeah. (laughs) Merry Christmas and Kwanzaa times two. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Happy uh, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Mm -hmm. Winter Solstice for my Wiccan friends. Oh, somebody told I told somebody Merry Christmas um, yesterday, and he said I don't celebrate Christmas. Well, Happy Holidays! What yeah. did he celebrate? Nothing. What nothing? I don't know. But then he said, "So let me preface: I do believe I am a Christian. I just don't, you know, Who celebrate you? Christmas." No, that's what the guy said oh, to okay. me. And What's Christmas is the pagan? Why are we talking about? The- Oh, you ass! Hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Same Cut, Different Day. So that's the kind of show it's going to be today. It's going to be one of those shows. Oh, man, you got time. Need to, we need to... Hold on one Wait second. We need to pull us a drink. Anyway, so there we go. We got that done. All right, we back. <laughs> Excuse us, him. So uh, what are you going to talk about today, Derek? We are... Uh, just an interesting um, little... Uh, article I came across yesterday, and it is entitled, Having a Gay Friend Makes You a Better Person According to Science. Straight people, don't lose your shit just yet. Let's hear this out. (laughs) And it's not just, you know, having, knowing somebody gay or, you know, just being associated with somebody gay is actually having some type of relationship, you know, having a personal relationship. And it kind of what it alluded to was had where from, and most of their data, that data came from 2006 to 2008. Um, and it was United States that it was a um, survey that was done in the U.S. You know, a lot of times surveys be like in England and somewhere Swiss else. And like, what? They ain't got nothing to do with us. Well, folks know how to act. <laughs> but um, it sounds what the um, science found. They said what he found was clear. Those who responded to the GSS, that's what the survey was called, um, who had LGBTQ friends in 2006 exhibited greater shifts toward Increased acceptance of homosexuality and gay marriage in 2008 and 2010. So, for the people that had relationships with somebody that were of the LGBTQ spectrum, they were more apt to, you know, be okay with it. Um, They might not have been, yay, you know, that's what I believe, but because they had a relationship with somebody. Okay, so I'm gonna but, challenge you on this title. What makes them? What what makes that make them be a better person? So, um, because as I went down further into the article, it said that that one thing mm-hmm. um, broadened, uh, opened the door for them to be more accepting and look at other parts okay. of their life and other people. Um, it, you know, it went from to the handicap. Um, and uh, it was um, physically and the mentally handicapped. They um, found that people, you know, it, it started with having somebody of the LGBTQ spectrum close to them, and then they saw that um, they started actually either being more sensitive to handicapped people's needs or they were actually volunteered and did, you know, certain things. So it was just um, really interesting how that, it, you know, and even it broadened their artistic minds as well, you know, because if you got a gay friend that's in the play, you're going to go and see that play just because your gay friend (laughs) in that play. Or your gay friend that sows. Yeah, something like for some, you know, something you're going to, you know, go and be involved. And then that actually, you know, you find that you like it. And then when those people from like 2006, 2008 in there, when they had children, they you know, instills a lot of those same values and things into their children. So that's why we have more accepting, you know, kids because they have, have more open-minded parents. Okay, I, I can I can rock, I can rock with that um, <laughs> because of the clarification. And I do think that when you open your mind up to diversity, I think it does make you a better person in the fact that it opens your mind and your heart up to other things. Like, 
You think we can just drop a bunch of gays off into the flyover states and let them uh, become better people? Not because, it, for, you uh, know, Trump. it doesn't work. And what I thought about was for though up in the, the white people that, you know, were racist, but then, you know, somebody black moved into the neighborhood and at first they want them. But then after they got to know them and got to know, you know, then they was like, well, you're not like all the rest of them. Well, you know, so, that goes, I was listening to another podcast. I listened to a podcast called Code Switch. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about this in one uh, aspect of when you look at racial uh, thoughts and the way people view race, <clears throat> people of other races in particular, people who have the worst um, perception of people of different races are the people who don't live around those people. Mm-hmm. So, like, people who live in the inner city who may see Hispanics, who may see black people, those white people have a different thought process of what they see other people as. Mm-hmm. Whereas the people who are isolated, you know, and, th- and that, it makes sense, but also it makes me kind of wonder, like, why do you have to be around people in order to give them a chance? Well, I know it's because of the fucking media. That's the fucking media. <laughs> yeah. Bam. Well, there it yeah, is. See, and you know that you know. I always tell, like to tell some of my uh, folks that come to uh, work. If you can't change the people around you, change the, change people, the people, people around you. you. And yeah. you know, sometimes you gotta drop them fuckers off. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to hope you, but you draining me. You taking me backwards. That's not letting folks take you backwards. Yeah, that, and that's that's a huge problem. So like. When you when you first were talking about it, I was thinking about how even now, so like I have a granddaughter who's fourteen. I actually have a son who's fourteen, a granddaughter's fourteen, and a nephew who's fourteen, and they're all very different. But um India, my granddaughter, she uh got Bobby to go and take her to buy some presents for Christmas. Like my kids were really easy. Like literally, I bought one iPhone, one iPad that was actually refurbished. Maurice didn't want anything. Like, I bought him a game just for shits and giggles. And India, what India wanted for Christmas was she wanted to go to Walmart and buy some snacks. <laughs> and then buy, buy two presents for her for her two friends. So Bobby was like, so you buying your boyfriend a present? She was like, yeah. She's like, well, what, what, who are you buying the second present for? Is it, is it a girl? She's like, no, it's another boy. So she, he was like, your best friend's a boy? She's like, yeah, but you know, he... <laughs> <laughs> so my granddaughter's best friend is the gay <laughs> grader that I would love to meet. <laughs> don't don't bitch, you snorting. <laughs> bitch, you are really snorting. Cause I can see them doing that. I can see yeah, him. But my granddaughter, like seriously, she's becoming the biggest fag head now. You know, her bu- her buddy is Bobby. Like that's how she called by before she called me. Now I got a little jealous. So I'm trying to like, stay in my lane. But like even today she called him because she wanted to go see her boyfriend play in a basketball game. You know, Bobby don't give a shit about basketball game. But, but Bobby auntie. But when Queen, Queen Queen India calls, he he gets on the stick. So then that he went all the way to center point to pick her up to take her to the basketball game, and then halfway there find out her boyfriend didn't go to play because he at the hospital. Yeah, duh. Anyway, <laughs> so don't let these niggas uh, have all Something your. Something might have happened. Yeah, whatever. No, no, but I mean, but but I, <laughs> you are really tickled about that. But I think having more India people ain't no joke. She, <laughs> I, mm. You remember India from a long, long time ago. Yes, but you know the the thing about it, though, I think that you have to diversify your friends. And I look at people all the time talking about. Well, you know, I like black people. My best friend is black. Your best friend is a work person that you don't do anything else with but go to work to. That's not a friend. Not at all. That's absolutely not a friend. I think it's okay to have different sets of friends. Most definitely. Because different sets of friends going to do, you know, all of them ain't going to like doing the same thing. But I think your your different set of friends also need to reflect diversity. So I have... Yeah, your different sets of friends should still be able to come together. So I have a a personal set of friends. Uh I got a work set of friends. And I got my gay friends. With each of those groups of my friends, not all of them are black, not all of them are male, not all of them are female. Mm-hmm. I got different people from different ethnicities in all of those groups. And I think in order to be well-rounded, you need that. Because yeah. I'm telling you, hang around people who think like you do all the time. It gets really boring really quick. Uh, 
And you don't learn nothing. <laughs> nothing. You learn absolutely, absolutely nothing. Because they just as dumb as you are. Even if the only thing I learn from you is there are some extra people that think dumb as hell in the world. I've learned that. Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. need to And learn. sometimes that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes that can be absolutely enough. Because some of y'all dumb as hell. Yeah. And I, and I think that that, um, that that article, I don't like the title. I really don't. But I do think that you know it has a lot to be a lot to be said. So you know, and just just to go there, you know, a lot of times they put those titles right there just so you like that. Just I so hate that could, though sensationalism. Yeah, they do it just so you can be like, really, what kind of bullshit is? <laughs> yeah, they do, and you know, a lot of, sometimes they be bullshit articles, but sometimes they actually have. But some. I mean, but that's just the pro- that's a problem. I, I really wish that. We had a media, and I keep saying this, like my, I might have to be the one to start it, but I really would love to have a media source that didn't give a spin, just told the story the way that it is without all these fucking opinions, because opinions are like assholes. Everybody got them, and some of them stink. Now they don't. Uh, don't nobody want. Ain't nobody gonna listen to it. But this, but, but you, you know, know, that's why. Um, just because we watch them, you know, that's why they gave Chris Cuomo a show. Why? And gave it that format where he don't have panels or anything where he just talking to it because they tried to format it off um, Rachel Maddow because he was whooping their ass. Rachel is a force to be working with. Yeah, because she I ain't, Rachel, about I ain't got time for y'all not bullshit. <laughs> I'm not finna cover every tweet this motherfucker made. Yeah, I ain't gonna say I'll tell you what he said. This is just what he did. This is what he did. Yeah, so I love that. Say what he say what he said when it was so real. But I don't. So, but I don't think it's interesting though. And this may sound a little sexist, but you know I love morning time Chris Cuomo. I don't like nighttime Chris Cuomo. As a matter of fact, I like. Morning time CNN. I don't fuck with nighttime CNN. That is so crazy to me. We we are like that. I watch CNN in the morning and MSNBC, MSNBC at night. And I think okay because CNN gives me better breaking news. They tell me what's happening right there in the moment. Who some of the players are, and then MSNBC actually gives you the, the story meat. at night. They give you the meat. This is what we found out during the day. <laughs> right. While y'all were chasing this. <laughs> Bitch, we was over here. Yeah, and what I used to really wish is that at, um, when Rachel Maddow went off the air at night, she would call Chris Cuomo on the phone, be like, look, bitch, in the morning when they come on your show, <laughs> this, is, this what... is what I want you to hit them with. Ask them these questions right here. I just got excited. I'm sorry. I love news. <laughs> and for those of you that like rap, I'm just going to put this out there. This is my MSNB spin. The the show The Ari, Beat with Ari, Ari Melber. He can give you a rap quote. He I know rap that that is a white boy. Uh, yeah. But anyway, he so got black friends. He does. Have black <laughs> friends. He has a lot of different friends too. He had a show with just like rappers on there. I he saw, he yeah. gave like the, he, the awesome. like current him. state of the uh, economy and politics <laughs> from the hip hop and rap. Those are voices that need to be heard. Yeah. I, I definitely think those are voices that need to be heard. Yes, Lord, yes. But look, so uh so so on this on this I don't know if this is a good segue into this or not. But you know, Just I w- I wanted to talk about um responsibility, but you know, we've been at this for fi- almost 15 minutes. So, what we're going to do is we're going to go to a break. We're going to be responsible. And then we're going to come back and then we're going to talk about responsibility in all of its aspects that are driving me crazy right now. I gotta pull me another drink. Okay, come on. (laughs) So we'll see you after the break. In a minute. This episode of Same Crap Different Day is sponsored by AIDS Alabama. AIDS Alabama is now doing free in-home HIV testing. That's, That's right. That's your how. Right. If you can't come to us, we'll come to you. Uh, a lot of people don't like coming into places to get tested. We will come to your house and test you there and give you your results. In your car. Or the park. Wherever you want to meet us, we'll meet you there. At the beauty shop. <laughs> <laughs> you, you want to get tested, you can give us a call at 205-918-8184. That's 205-918-8184. That's awesome. Don't call myself. And we are back. Thank you once again for listening to Same Crap Different Day. Thank you. Uh, we really want to make sure we're giving you guys content that you like. Mucha so gotcha. let us know what you think. Uh, it only takes a couple of keystrokes for you to write a review on SoundCloud, iTunes, or wherever you may be listening to us. But we really, really want to know what you think. You can send a voice memo if you like. <laughs> yeah, you can send you a voice memo if you like. 
Uh, you can check us out on our <laughs> some craziness is going on outside. Uh, you can also check us out on our Facebook uh, page, saying "Crap Different Day." We're on uh, Facebook, iTunes. Instagram, uh, Twitter. We I was gonna say we're on Tumblr, but I'm kind of like not really doing Tumblr right now. Well, the people don't want to know why, but we on Instagram. I ain't even paying mm-hmm. no attention. So. We're going to start back in. So I want to uh, talk about responsibilities for a second. Um, back in the late 80s, it may have been early 90s, I think is when we really lost our minds when it came to being responsible for our actions. So some of you may be old enough to remember. You may not be old enough to Are remember. Are you been talking about McDonald's? Yes. I don't know why I know you was going <laughs> to talk. <laughs> because I really think that that's when we went down this rabbit hole of responsibility and, like, shifting blame to somebody mm-hmm. else. So there was this uh, lawsuit brought against McDonald's by this man who sued McDonald's because he wasted coffee on him and got second and, burned and third son. degree burns. His thing was the coffee was too hot. Ergo, it was McDonald's fault that he burned himself. Now, me thinking, well, you just a dumbass because you just wasted some coffee on you, and now you want to get millions of dollars from 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 McDonald's. I don't. Had he said that they didn't put the top on, or there was a hole in, maybe. But because you're a fucking idiot and you waste coffee on you, you want to sue these people. And then for me, that's when we went on this whole downturn of doing stupid shit. Like, if you ever got some clothes from the cleaners on the plastic, it tells you, do not put this in your mouth. No shit, Sherlock. Like, I really need a label to tell me not to do some dumb shit. Yes. You don't, you should not need a label to tell you. You should not, but you do. But then, Okay, let me tell you why. Why I know that today and now Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. Christmas morning, my um. <laughs> Lord, don't have me call one of your relatives a dumbass. Keep going. My niece got a watch. Mm-hmm. Took um, slink with her phone. Mm-hmm. She asked me how to sync it up, and I told her to read the directions. Right. She read the directions, and she began to sit there and press buttons, and you know, try to read sync the directions. it up. You know, she read the directions, and she said it wasn't working. Mm -hmm. Well, I looked at it, and there were two things wrong. Number one, the paper was still on the screen. And number two, it was 100% dead. And I She needed to charge the battery. Uh-huh. But do you know what she said to me? Well. It didn't say I need to charge it up. See, that's a teachable moment right there. <laughs> I, we, I but did, how, how, old is your, how old is your niece? Don't say she over 20. No. No, okay. this was Madison. Oh, but, uh, Madison's no, a baby. No, you supposed no, to know your no, miss no. dead. I'll give Madison. Uh, uh, I'll it was give, dead. I'll give Maddie just a little bit of credit because she's the baby. She ain't no baby. But I'm talking about grown-ass she folks. She's 12. No, no, no. I'm talking about grown-ass folks who do the same stupid shit. You know, and, and I can even give them a little credit if they old. No, let me tell you, my grandmother. You know, I love my grandma. My, now she old. I give her that. My, gram, that my grandma, uh, back in the day when folks had the little call ID thing, mm-hmm. she got one little call ID thing. She called me over. She said, Tony, um, could you come over and help me with this call ID? Somebody in the car, and I can't get this number off here. <laughs> So anybody familiar with the old AT and T little collar ID box? With the box. With the box. Yeah, they had the little plastic on there with the fold. I know what you're talking about. She ain't pull it off. She didn't pull it off. <laughs> <laughs> I love Ruth Eloise, baby. She didn't pull it off. That's like I met her, baby. I met her, but I always tell that remote controller. It went to her uh, every time. Fix that remote. One of them children that went in there and told her, don't nobody watch TV in your room but you. Right, right. All you got to do is press TV. And you and then you yeah. <laughs> uh-uh. but so I So I get stuff like that. But I mean, like, when you think about the whole thing with the coffee and what brought that, what made me really think about that was um, the thing with Tide Pods. So Ari Melber today, I was watching Ari. And he had um, the little new black guy from Saturday Night Live. Okay. And then the newscaster, the black newscaster that's in the morning on the, the day show. With the, um, 
Oh, no, not him. He rides your diggle from Arrow just a little bit, but I can't think of his name. But anyway, because I don't watch network TV for real. But then he had them on there, and somehow or another, they were talking about things that they need to leave. Because he always does this thing, well, what you need to, uh, we need to file back. Mm-hmm. And they were like, we, well, Tide Pods need to file back. <laughs> because now, you know, now they changed it from the little pods to something that they said looks like box wine. I'm sorry, <laughs> but stop blaming Tide because y'all folks is stupid. Like, don't don't blame Tide because you're chewing around here eating damn Tide Pod like they some chew man chew man chew gum and shit. Like that's not that's not Tide's problem. You got some dumbass kids in your house, and you might be a dumbass parent. Like they wanted the, the people to do something with the aerosol cans when the children was huffing. Tell your dumb ass child to stop huffing. And I, I mean, like, I don't, this does not seem like rocket science to me. Like, why is that so hard? I think we have a, every few years, there's a something that's stupid as hell that, you know, that has some kind of fallout, like this tide part thing. Even when, what was it? Oh, Lord. It was on the tip of my tongue. The children were doing something crazy. You oh, taking them tampons and putting alcohol in them and putting them in their dupe. Or even putting um, gerbils and hamsters up their dupe. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, like, you know, if that's your... I wish y'all could have saw something. <laughs> I mean, but still, if that's your thing, that's fine. But who are you going to blame when you got a goddamn rodent in your ass? Like, who you are you going to blame? You're going to blame the pit store for sending your child uh, uh No, thing. no, I'm no. Your you child's a dumbass. You know. And child. for me, I think it all came. It started when they started saying the customer's always right. Nah, you bitches ain't always that's, right. That's, that's the bullshit from a long time ago. <laughs> and people still say it. The but, customer always right. Get your customer ass out of here. But but seriously, like, like I mean, but, but they were, <laughs> it just bothered me because now they were talking about the whole thing with now the tire pods look like they may be like some box wine. If you drinking detergent, like at some point. And if your baby drinking it, why your baby know what box wine look like? That's a whole nother thing. <laughs> but like we we don't take responsibility for our actions. And, and, and but even at that, so like, you know, I listened to the read, which is another mm-hmm. one of my favorite podcasts, and they had a, a letter today. And they had two letters. I'm jealous. Y'all need to send us some letters. <laughs> but okay. one of the things that they were talking about was this girl who wanted to get I think she wanted to get pregnant. I can't get the, the I can't remember the, the full story, but um, the guest that they had on there, the guy, he was really small. He was a straight guy too, and I really liked him because he was making a lot of sense. Because mm. I don't like for the fact that if you and some random ass girl meet at the club, y'all go y'all go home and decide y'all gonna fuck. She gets pregnant. You sign up for a piece of pussy. You ain't sign up for no baby. Mm-hmm. So if she decides to keep that baby. And you decide you're not ready to be a parent yet. I'm still trying to figure out why you guys pay for it. Like I, I'm, I'm really seriously trying to figure out why that, why that, got, that responsibility falls on you. I guess when it comes to like the, <clears throat> the STDs and STIs and stuff, you know, it's fifty fifty. No, you, you, you know go, what you need. You, you know, I mean, if you, you go know, in without protection, you know what you need to do to start getting STDs. I feel the exact same way. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. If you go in and you go in wrong, she let you, and you did. I mean, not unless she let you. I mean, y'all did it together, right? So again, it should be fifty fifty because y'all went in. That's why. I mean, that's why I see. But if I, you can prove that she seeked you out for this specific purpose, and this was her goal. Then no, 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 no. I I totally disagree with that. Let me just say this: I disagree with that as a father who had kids out of wedlock. Mm-hmm. Who, when my girlfriend told me that she was pregnant, I asked her what did she want to do because whatever she wants to do, I was gonna go along with it. So I had bought into the plan at that mm-hmm. point. So that's fine with the first kid, but then that bitch got pregnant again. And again, me trying to be the man that I, my mom and them had raised me. We had set a wedding date, everything, and then something just didn't sit right in my shalala about the mm. second baby. Because the first time I asked her about it, 
she was like, well, no, nah, I'm just gaining a little weight. Then I asked her about it again. She was like, no, nah, my mama had to call and tell me that this bitch was pregnant. And she was pregnant with the baby of somebody else. I didn't know that at that time, but I still raised this baby as if it was my own because that's what you were supposed to do. But in retrospect, bitch, you should have said you was fucking around with somebody else and you had their baby. And I shouldn't have had to raise this other man's child. We never even got married. And I'm raising somebody else's baby. You know, and, but again, even if it had been mine, and I was like, look, we don't need to have no more kids. Um, we gonna, I'm going to make sure I wear condoms as well. But now nah, you ain't going to wear condoms. I'm good. Well, you say you're good and you get pregnant, bitch. That's your baby. I ain't got I, that. <laughs> that. Mm, I'm walking with you, but I ain't got no shoes on. My feet hurt just a little bit. I'm surprised that you're saying that. I'm really surprised that you're saying that. Because, I mean, I, that's why I say I'm walking with you, but when you decide, when you made that choice. I made the choice to get some ass. I made no choice to have a baby. But that that getting ass can can lead to having that baby. So you putting, you know, you putting it out there. You you made that choice to do it but without so a condom But so did she. On. So did she. So that's why I said 50-50. Well, so, okay, so 50-50 at this point. Now, wait, wait, me, wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. So 50-50 at the point of conception. I was like, shit, I'm a stupid-ass college student. I can't take care of no child. We need to see about terminating this pregnancy. Now, that's where my extra comes in. Right. Because that's where the man has absolutely no, once the child, once it's actually been conceived, not born, I mean birthed, but conceived, from that moment, the man has absolutely no say-so one way or the other. If she want to get rid of it and he want it, he don't have any say so whether, you know, to, you know, even if he goes to the court, they're going to say it's her body. Right. She get to do what she want to with it. He has absolutely no say in it. I have, a, I really have a problem with that. I have a huge problem with that. Now, the step before that one, you brought that problem on yourself. Yeah, but at the end of the day, <laughs> that's not what I signed up for. Hey, it ain't what you signed But even though I knew that coffee was hot. See, we're going back to the coffee. Again. Yeah, mm-hmm. I knew that coffee was hot. Mm-hmm. And it spilled on me, so I got these burns. Mm-hmm. And it might have spilled on you because you squared the cup cool too hard. Or it just may have spilled, whatever the reason. You wanted that coffee. <laughs> <laughs> you would have never had this problem if you just went on to work. <laughs> oh, I, know, I know what the problem was with this story. The problem with this story was this guy had nine kids. Oh, shit. He's 25 years old. Oh, hell. Well, let me just say this. she Her baby is just a year old, and her baby number four or five. So her baby is number four out of five. Are you listening? Are you watching the fish? Her I baby, hear you. Her baby is number four out of five, and he had four more babies during the course of the year. Uh-huh. And what was her problem again? My problem is, like, why are you having babies by these niggas? <laughs> How many other children she had? She just had one. And the issue was the baby mama number nine wanted all the babies to know each other. I mean, and that sounds like the little thing that for one of the for me and that, that was on like the young. Because that's what my damn baby uh, mama was trying to do. Yeah. That sounded like the, the little, uh, one of the men that was on Iyala when he had all them babies, 20 something babies and like 18. But I'm sorry, but if you baby mama number five, number six, bitch, I ain't got no sympathy for you, for and real. And there are some, you know, there are some that you, you didn't caught and, you know, because they was all kind of cute that didn't, just didn't know no better because in, in this little man's situation case, he had, there was one where he had one baby by this woman. She just was like, ooh, I, he called me at a moment at the club and, you know, la, 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 whatever. But then there were other ones that had two and three by him. With them the hoes that and I don't that's understand. A, and like, yeah, and you know, you just wondering like, what? Like you already got one. Baby. Okay, so so that too. I'll give the women who have one baby by this sorry nigga. I will give them. A, <laughs> I'll give them a pass because even with excuse me, even with my with 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 my uh, granddaughters and their mothers, they all have one baby by my sorry ass son. <laughs> now one of these girls come out and get another baby. By, I'm talking about your ass. I'm gonna talk about you to the cows. Come on. Because you already know he ain't taking care of the children that you got by him. So how you have three babies by a nigga who ain't about shit? I guess this comes to responsibility. Let me tell you two women, two types of women that bothers the hell out of me. Who are they? Woman number one. 
Woman number one is a woman that gets with a man that has one, two, three, I don't care how many children. And that you she know, know he, he don't take care of none of his children. Well, her pussy better, baby. He gonna take care of her because he like that. But you think that he gonna come over here and you gonna go, <laughs> he gonna take care of this one. No, ma'am. You dumb as hell. Ooh, you was Who's dumb as hell. The second woman that gets on my nerves is a woman that gets with a man that know he got children, and you do absolutely nothing to see that he does anything for those children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if you have children with him. Right. You do and work. if you get married to him, now then it becomes your responsibility. And if you know about him, ain't none of one of y'all worth shit. I agree. I, totally I agree. don't care what the baby mama like. Yeah, I agree. And, th- and then there's so all this baby mama drama with the, she said this. Y'all all this nigga ain't no good. None whatsoever. Shit. I'm sorry if I stepped on any of y'all toes. But I'm y'all not. need to look at yourself. <laughs> I'm if not. you were a man that don't take care of his goddamn children and you and you are right with it because her mama crazy as shit, well, guess what? When he leave you and a new woman think you crazy as shit, she going to be just, justified in not sending that child shit. Oh, you, you all right? I'm sorry. Stuff like that. Because <laughs> they be dumb as hell. It's all right for me, but it ain't all right for you. Ooh, yeah, uh, honey. Your cooch is not made of gold, honey. You was not throwing it up in this turning the sunshine. And your baby ugly. And with that. (laughs) (laughs) We're about to go into our second break. Because that was a little too much. I'm sorry. That had got me together. I I, I had touched. I felt it in your Charlotte. I have some personal experience with that. I'm sorry. Well, anyway, so we're going to go on break. <laughs> you know, this would be a great time for y'all to send us a, a like or do a review on SoundCloud. Or oh, if you iTunes. had a problem with something I had to send say. Us email. <laughs> send us an email at SaneCrabDifferentDay247 at Gmail, and we may read your uh, questions <laughs> on air. But we're going to go into this break right now because it's just about that time. <laughs> Peace. This episode of Same Crap Different Day is sponsored by AIDS Alabama. AIDS Alabama is now doing free in-home HIV testing. That's right. That's your Right. If you can't come to us, we'll come to you. Uh, a lot of people don't like coming into places to get tested. We will come to your house and test you there and give you your results. In your car. Or the park. Wherever you want to meet us, we'll meet you there. At the beauty shop. <laughs> <laughs> You, you want to get tested, you can give us a call at 205-918-8184. That's 205-918-8184. That's And we are back. Thank you so much for listening to Saint Crap Different Day. We love each and every last one of y'all. Um, thanks for our supporters. Y'all are keeping us, um, keeping us motivated. So... As we enter the last phase, uh, this conversation may be a little difficult. Uh, some of y'all may not like it, and all I can say is tough because it is what it is. You know. You your- know what? I came to the realization yesterday, and I meant to make a Facebook post about it. What? Is it gonna make me cry? No. No. But the truth doesn't care about your feelings. <laughs> The truth does not care about your feelings. Not one fuck about your feelings. That's why a lot of times it's hard for us to accept the truth. You can say the truth in the most nicest terms. Now, I do think that you should tell the truth in love. I don't think you You should be mean about that. But sometimes it don't matter how much love you put into it. It depends on where the person is that you're giving. You are correct. But as I'm saying, sometimes it don't matter how much love, sugar, and honey you put on it, it's still going to... You know, hurt what I you agree. could. But when it comes to truth, truth, truth is the truth. Don't care about well, your feelings. Not one fuck about your feelings. <laughs> and when and when people realize that, like, cause um, Josh Joakatima put on um, status <laughs> yesterday oh, <laughs> was, you know, if you ask me what the why people not coming to your church. And then I begin to tell you, and you get defensive. That means you don't want to listen, and you don't want to change. Right, right. So don't ask me, because I'm just telling you. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's go on. <laughs> All right, so 
<laughs> so, so the reason why I brought that up, I want to briefly talk about some political stuff. So, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez is that new uh, House of Representative uh, person from New York. New York. There have been a lot of articles about her. Now, let me get, let me let me say this out front: as a politician, as someone who has come in and showed that you have what it takes to get where you need to be. You can't beat this bitch. Like you cannot beat her. She she out. She beat a four term incumbent senator. Uh, you cannot beat her. And she made Andrew Cuomo go to the left on a and, whole lot of things right. once he so, actually won. So so I so I I get that. I think people like that are important to the conversation. Mm-hmm. I think they're important to the movement. And what if you smoke weed in New York? Right. <laughs> the problem that I have with her is the first order of business that you and your comrades get when y'all come to Washington is to get rid of Nancy Pelosi as speaker. Oh, I was going to say change the um, name of the street. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, so 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 here's my here's my my feelings on that. Those things have been around since the inception of our of our nation. Uh, and through a lot of work, a lot of progress, it typically goes on a seniority type mm-hmm. basis. The problem that I have with the millennials in the in the Ocasio Cortezes of the world is y'all don't respect any of that. You think that we just came in and all this stuff was handmade, delivered to us, and it was easy. No, these people have been fighting for your rights and the rights of others for decades decades so now since you finally get your piece of the pie you're going to put them as thumb your nose up at everything that has gone before you and that's kind of messed up my whole thing is let's get let's support pelosi as a speaker and then get the other things that you need to get done because she can help you do that which she did i mean she really did but i also think that there is i think there's something to be said for Seniority, I also think there's something to be said for term limits. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think anybody should go to, especially in the Senate, because they serve like six years. Like, I don't think anybody should serve more than three terms as a sen- as a senator. I don't even like these term lifetime. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I don't. I don't think that that should be happening either, anyway. But you know, that's what our system looks that's like at this point. Mm-hmm. And you have to just go with the flow. You know, you may be able to change it, but you can't go in like a wrecking mm-hmm. ball and change it. And I think that's what they wanted to do. And what and part what I think part of that is from, part of that is from, that's what I'm a part of the millennial generation, and that's what her we, base. That's what we were kind of pushed, and you got to go and you got to pave your own way. You got to knock the folks in front of you out of the way. Screw. But tradition. where did they get that from? Because that's not honestly doing during my years of coming up. That is what was pushed up. You got to form your own way. You got to not take that road, not taking, push them folks that's in front of you. know, don't stand still. That is the one thing that was put. If if they not gonna give it to you, you got to take it. But okay, <laughs> so I get I get that on certain aspects. Like I really feel like like so like World AIDS Day. I went to two different churches and spoke at two different churches. And both the churches had the same problem. Wasn't nobody there. Mm-hmm. And for me, that problem lies because the older people have not given up any authority and have not done anything to let the young people feel like they have a part in this. Mm-hmm. They're continually doing the same things today that they've been doing for the last fifty hundred years. <clears throat> and then when you get when they you get a like a Mike McClure, they got all the young folks. Then they're gonna say, "Well, they doing too much down there." No, no, no you're no, not no. doing enough. <laughs> You're not doing enough, and you know, and, and you they, know, I have my opinions something. about these new churches just popping up, but I think the traditional churches are not doing enough, and they're doing mm-hmm. a lot of stuff wrong still. And what happens is, you know, there are some, and what I call them are Baptistical churches. No, not Baptistical. Baptistical, and you know, they'll say they are traditional in their doctrine and liberal in their praise. So those are the churches where you're gonna see that they dying too, though. They it's a slower are, depth than the other one. It is. It but they're is. But yeah, because Pentecostal for me is always so restrictive. Like, like they have a they have a free praise, but everything else is just so. And that's why. And that's why I said Baptistical. Yeah, but do you, you change anything? Huh? Nothing's changed with that. Well, what's changed is kind of like the first thing I can say that what the biggest thing that changed is kind of like the worship style and worship experience. Right, but during the service, I ain't. <laughs> 
Now, you ain't finna take me out of this. Now, I'd have been in more of than you been in lately. <laughs> I found me a new church. <laughs> Where at your house? Yes. <laughs> no, seriously, I got a house church. But anyway. <laughs> he does, for real. He got a sign <laughs> in the front yard. <laughs> <All right. laughs> okay, come on. But anyway, so, <laughs> I hate you. So, um, so, so, you know, the problem is, you can't undo the mechanisms that have gotten you to where you need to be. You can change them slowly, but just coming in just because you're new and just turning over the, the apple cart, I just think that's that's irresponsible. And also, it sets you up for what 45 is going through now. So like right now, our president is only catering to his base. That 30, 35% of crazy ass motherfuckers in this on this in this country who don't give a shit about nothing but being white and trying to make money, even though most of them are poor as fuck. Mm-hmm. As Democrats and liberals and progressives, we can't do that. Because what happens is, let me give it a good example, because I really want to delve into the people who voted for Obama in, in 08 and 12, who voted for Trump in 16. Because for me, those people were one-issue voters. They cared about one mm-hmm. thing. And when the Democratic Party didn't represent that one thing that they cared mm-hmm. about, then they moved over. We can't afford to be one-party voters. And what the thing about it is, and you are 100% correct, and you know, I talked about this somewhere, and the thing about it was that one issue wasn't the same issue. Mm-mm. And so oh, yeah, they're what, all different and issues. And so that's what actually made it, you know, some of them it was the Supreme Court, some of them it was abortion, um, some of them else it was, you know, crime, and, you know, we, you know, so all of them had their different one thing. Right, and we can't do that because all of the different one things that we have, the right is against all of them. Mm-hmm. They're against same-sex <laughs> marriage. They're against black people not getting shot by police. They're against women having abortion. They're against, you know, legalizing marijuana. So they're against every one issue that we have. So let's just say that you may be someone who's not really down with the abortion train, which we, okay, we'll give you that. Mm-hmm. But you like smoking weed. Because you decided to cash your lot with the anti-abortion people, now you can't smoke mm-hmm. your weed. So, and and for me, it would be I would be with the people that give you the freedom to choose to do what the hell you want to do. But isn't it funny how the the Republicans are always like, you know, we want smaller government. Smaller. They government. want smaller government as long as they're doing get what they want them to do. Get out of my house! But you're gonna get in my cooch. Right. Oh, bless the Lord. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yes, basically that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. But so, but <laughs> but my point is, and again, I'm not, I'm not disrespecting uh, Alexandria. I just want them to understand. It's even here locally with the new, uh, with the new yeah, activists that we had. You know, like let's not put people at the forefront of a movement who cannot communicate properly to the people that you're trying to get to see your way. Can we not do that? Uh, if you wouldn't be comfortable with your children doing it. But you sad part is right. I was gonna say, what you talking about? A lot of them be comfortable. Yeah, a lot of them would be comfortable. But my point, but my bigger point is, we need to strategize. We need to be smart as how we do this because I'm gonna tell you, taking people to the to the far left is just as bad as taking them to the far right. To the far right, you are one hundred percent correct. So while we on that subject right there, while we right here, who out of the pool of people right now if there or maybe there's nobody or somebody you pick outside of the pool for the democratic presidential election in 2020 just right now this might change later on but right now who would be your presidential and vice presidential ticket Beto O'Rourke and Kamala Harris That was the um the guy from Texas who went against Ted Cruz. We almost, we almost, we who, almost who are yours? there. We almost there. You know. So now that you said Beto, no, you I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you who I was saying. But right. now he, he, he would be. Uh, and let's talk about that. He would be a toss up with my other one. Who's your other one? You might not like it, but my other one would be Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. No, let me tell you why. Tell me what. Liberals and progressives in particular 
are tired of old white men. But right now in the in the polling. Uh, the polling changes. Polling the poll, changes. You watch news just like I do, Derek, mm-hmm. and you know that in 2016, the polling was different. 2015, mm-hmm. the polling was different. You know, it had it had Jeb Bush at the top of the Republican ticket, and you know he was like, "Wah wah wah," you know. But I also feel like I knew he wasn't gonna do good. I, he didn't I, look and, like. And don't get me wrong, I love Uncle Joe. I mm. really do. But he too fucking old. And as and let me just say this, I oh, this sounds terrible, but like even like right now. Uh, in local politics, like I don't want to see a bunch of old people running for shit because y'all have done the same shit for so long. And but I, but for the young people who run, I want them to be smart. I want them to be strategic, and I want them to be tactical. Because right now, just because you're young doesn't mean that you get to go up and make mm-hmm. decisions. Because some of y'all are dumb as fuck, uh, and shit. we understand that. But if you could be like, oh, I wish he was here. If right you now. were teachable, like like honey. like, like, like Rashad. Like I really would like Rashad would be a person who I would love to see get into politics. He's smart, he's open minded, and he's not one of those young people that think they know every mm-hmm. fucking thing. You know, that's the problem that you get into. People who think they know every goddamn thing on the sun. If you don't believe them, ask them because they know everything. For me, I know what I know. And I also know what I don't know. And when I don't know, I'm gonna tell you, I, I don't ask. A me. smart man knows what he does not know. The Bless man the that Lord. knows something. What Erica, Erica Badu said, the man that knows. The man that knows something knows that he, he knows, knows nothing, nothing at all. Does does it seem cold yeah, we are not going to do Erica Badu. Sorry, Badu's yeah, that's it right there. But yeah, so like, so that's why. <laughs> so, so if I were to, if I were to do a second ticket, it would be Stacey Abrams, and probably. Uh, Julian Castro. Okay. But let me, let me just say this. Well, let me Here, tell you why I chose Go ahead. Why, I chose. why you chose Okay. Because, you know, like we said earlier with the Nancy Pelosi thing, I think Joe Biden, you know, he has a good relationship with the people. Right. Although he's an older white man, you know, him and um, Barack, they was real cool. He, I, I mean, I, he also Joe. Yeah, we kind of know what his agenda is, and he knows how to work and finesse. And he can, and Kamala will work really good under his tutelage. But the one thing that Kamala needs for me is she needs to soften up just a little bit. Why? Just a little she's bit. She's a woman? Not because she's a woman. Even if she was a man, she's always, to me, most of the time, even when she's doing regular interviews, she's always in that prosecutorial attorney thing. And it can, you know, it can be a little intimidating. And all that I get and get an understanding. That's I get it. I get it. Totally. I get it totally. But, you know, I understand the whole part is you got to be likable. And. For for Kamala, you know, she's one of them folks. Either you gonna like her, or you gonna not like her. Let me say this: I think that there is. We talked about double standards before. Mm-hmm. I think that there is a double standard between men and women. When I look at Kamala Harris, I see her like I did Barack Obama. I'm the first person to tell you that in 2007, when this motherfucker came out, like he finna run against here, like what the fuck is he doing? Who is this, and why is he here? But then, as I learned about him, I'm like, okay, 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 because I wasn't on Obama train from mm-hmm. the beginning. I was, a, I was a Hillary supporter. I still am a Hillary supporter, but I also say I don't want that bitch running no more. Either. Yeah, she don't need to run no more. So, so I, I get what you're saying. But the other thing that I think that people keep losing out on is the fact that there is enough room for people who are not old white men in the Democratic Party. Let me just say this. There's information (laughs) that I became privy to about two months ago that has just totally soured me on old white men who are Democrats. One of my friends worked for a political campaign, and the way that he was treated, being a black gay man working for these white men, it's just deplorable. And we know what they say in public. It's the shit that they say in private that mm-hmm. we don't. And I'm not saying this about Joe in particular, mm-hmm. but it just really made me have a really, really bad taste in my mouth when it came to, okay, let's find another old white man to save us. Like, we, we're we better than mm-hmm. that. We're, and I'm not saying anything against old white men. I love old white men. Y'all, <laughs> look, love y'all to death. But, I mean, it's about time to get somebody else to try. 
Like, I don't think that we need... Like, there's some other people who probably could run as well. But let me just tell you my, my thought processes on that. When you look at... Even though Julian Castro is, 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 is Hispanic, Hispanics are not reliable Democratic voters because of their <clears> Catholicism. <throat> so, you know, we got that. Men are not very Democratic... Reliable Democratic voters at all. Even black men, even, for Trump. Say, even black men, the motherfuckers okay, are problematic. White women, we already know. 53 percent of y'all are fucked up. We get that. But you know what's the, funny is, I think a lot of white women would vote for Kamala Harris. I think they would too, because they like a white white woman that just can a black lady, a woman that just can don't give a damn. No, no, I I think they would too because Kamala Harris is what I consider to be one of the faces of the whole women's movement. Mm. But the problem, the, and I don't really see a problem with her changing. I just think that we expect women to be soft and demure. I just want her to be able to say it with a smile. You can still keep your little thing, but when she looks at you. Bitch, upset, I'm not smiling at you. <laughs> like, but that's the thing. She don't even be upset sometimes, but she always look like, you know, that mama. You better get in there and sit your ass let me, down. Let me say this, though. I, I, I agree. I mean, on the surface, I do agree with you. Yeah. But I just don't. But I think when we, when we had that conversation, she was a man. A, a white man. I mean, if he was always angry, that's why I ain't like Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz was always angry. He remind me of that little chicken on, uh, like a peep. He remind me of what you call it on Adam's family. Who, um, uh, um, the Eddie. Uncle Phil. Yeah, he does. <laughs> now, there are some close-up pictures that show that they may be related. He remind me of Uncle Phil. No, you think about Grandpa. Grandpa, yeah, Grandpa. That's who he yeah. remind me of, yeah. But, it, like, for him, he was always angry. Even when he wasn't angry, he was angry. And that just, like, what the hell, sir? But, but think about the people who voted for him because he's angry. He won again in Texas. That bitch is still angry. And not only, let me just say this. Not only is he angry, he's an angry ass kisser. Because Donald Trump talked all up under his clothes about his daddy and his fucking well, wife. I didn't say he was um, but, damn. But uh, my point is, why did Kamala need to change if it worked for him? I ain't saying she needs to change. Oh, oh, that's what I thought you had said. Not Y'all change rewind this and see is. what he said. I, just, I said I just need her to be able to say it with a smile a little bit. When Why you, does she have to say it with a smile? Honey, it's going to make me feel better. Shit. You, you gonna <laughs> Stop being her. mad all the time. Be mad. I think Kyle, Kyle. Yeah, Don't I tell you to smile? I got rest in Fix your face, honey. <laughs> shit, I'm going to tell her like I tell you. Fix your face. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, but so like so that's so that's my that's my that's my ticket. You know, I wouldn't even be mad with the uh, what's that Steyer man name? The, John Steyer, the one uh -huh. who, who ran it all the uh, impeach Trump campaign. That, oh, you know, no. If he do it, I'd rather Oprah do it than him. <laughs> I mean, but like seriously, like Shit. so, like everything. All is, the white women do with Oprah. Everything saying. is out of Oprah. Like, <laughs> I'm here for it. Like, put Oprah on the ticket. Now, you know what? The reason I would vote for Oprah, because Oprah is smart. She would bring, she would literally bring in the folks to run the goddamn country. But let me just say this. <laughs> you know, when people talk about entertainers, Ronald Reagan was an entertainer. Yeah, he was an actor. You know, he, I just thought, and, and you know, that the thoughts, opinions vary about his ability to be the president. Hell, Arnold Schwarzenegger, balanced, but still balanced, speak English, oh. but California. Oh, yeah, terrible. <laughs> and then, like, Ted, 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 um, uh, Gro not Grover, the guy from Love Boat. No. You know, the go not Gopher, what was his name? <laughs> The guy from Love Boat, that he was a uh, he was a senator. Al Franken was a comedian. I see your Al Franken. Oh Lord, they put him out. Jesus. Yeah, but but I mean that's a whole other story. It is. But I don't think that just because you have this particular profession that that kind of disqualifies yeah, you. Yeah, you uh, hell, Donald Trump is um, forty five. But he's also dumb as fuck. He is. But that's the problem. Know. Like. Like and, and what kills me is people like, well, let's not have Oprah run because now she's an entertainer. But Oprah's a smart bitch. Donald Trump is a dumb fuck. Hell, I might vote for LeBron James, and he can make some shit happen. Even Charles Barkley, dumb ass, was talking about he wanted to vote. I ain't seen him in a while. I don't want to see him. <laughs> but anyway, what were you saying about <laughs> what were you saying about forty five? He's dumb as hell. He is dumb as hell. Ooh, and he been doing a lot of crazy. I mean. So he been like stuck up in his um in the White House by himself. He don't want to come out. 
So he can coming out to like 12, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Because he's crazy as shit. And hollering at the TV and all of his folks. Everybody quitting his... um. Because uh, where Huckabuck leaving? <laughs> Smokey yeah. She's supposed to be leaving at the end of January right there. That's a lying-ass bitch right there. She probably got ulcers. She should. She should lose the weight with these But you know what? Unlike everybody else... I think she'll get a job when she uh, when she get out because she can I lie with not, a straight face. I would not hire her. We know you lying because your mouth, your lips are moving. You are one of them drug companies. Oh, our drug is your the best drug you ever had in your life. No, nobody yeah, said you fell off. Yeah. <laughs> what were you gonna say about Fortify? You you said something you were gonna talk about him about. Did I say I was gonna talk about him? It was before the vodka. Oh. Yeah, because you said what I was talking about was segue into what you were gonna talk about. We did. You ain't noticed my segue. All right. Well, look. That's did you notice thing that I segue into the um, president thing? We oh, yeah, segue. Yeah, yeah, see, yeah. He, okay. didn't, he didn't even. It was so good. It he was smooth. <laughs> it was smooth as hell. He didn't even see the segue. It was smooth as hell. Nah, God, he forgot what we talked about before we said we were so, talking about so responsibility. Couple, so, couple things. I know we would. Huh? What? I don't know. Come on. So a couple things before we go. Uh, if you are in the Birmingham area tomorrow night or tonight, because you'll get this tomorrow. So tonight, uh, Birmingham Black Prize is having their uh, first fundraiser and last party of the year. Come uh, on now. party at, um, located at Saturn. Saturn. We have to go. Yeah, 41st Street <laughs> <laughs> in the Avondale area. Uh, you know, right now we're kind of like on hiatus from work for real. But mm-hmm. if you need to have an STI test done or HIV test done, we are still located here at the Hub at 2717 6th Avenue South. Birmingham, Alabama, 35233. Right across from Iron City. Yeah, so you need to make sure you check because you turned up a little bit too much over the holidays. You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're still here, so just keep that in mind. Yeah, and we still stop by and, you know. Check on you at your house, at your job. Yeah. You know, I'll Wherever you need swabs. to be tested, we will come to your house if need be. Sure, we will. <laughs> Shut anyway. up, Tony. Anyway, uh, so anything before we go, because this is bringing this to a quick close, bro. Well, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. If it's in What's the- your New Year's resolution? I don't have any. Why not? Everybody else got one. They lying on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. What did I tell you the other day? What? I ain't everybody. All right, all right. Shit. Because yeah, if I, I, I'm going to plan to drop I, you to, um, next year, I'll drop you today. Right. <laughs> you know, that's one of the reasons why I love you. Because, like, I'm still trying to figure out why we make all these resolutions we know we're not going to keep. Chuck. And Go ahead it, and get all your conversations now because you might not have them if you know that, If you know they fucked up, you should have got rid of them back in June when you realized they weren't hitting on them. Because I'm telling y'all now, if I, if I didn't um, like this um, the show right here that we're doing right now, I wouldn't be doing it. <laughs> but I like talking to y'all. Yeah, so anyway, so any, any closing words before we go? Well, as we go into the new year, I just like you to remember one thing. If you can't be good, be good at it. (laughs) (laughs) So my thing, my thing going into the new year is, can we do something about this negativity? Like, seriously, like, I, I was listening to those same people on the read today, and they were talking about how they focus on the good stuff. Like, people make negative comments on the Instagram page pages instead of mm-hmm. focusing on the negative stuff people say they learn to start focusing on the positive and ignoring and the reason why i'm saying that is again some of y'all like i think y'all are really really miserable that every time somebody posts something on social media you have to post a negative comment like how fucking miserable do you have to be for that to be your life like I would rather you just not say nothing just shut up just shut up like Ooh. but how miserable do you have to be in order to that 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 thing is your life. Your life is sitting around making negative comments about everything. Can I change what I want to say to the for the new year? Go ahead. Sorry. My what I want y'all to do is shut the hell up. Honey, <laughs> just shut the hell up sometimes. <laughs> and life will be much better. It really would. <laughs> so look, that kind of closes out yeah. for this episode of Same Car Different Day. It's been real. We almost been on a year. It's been that long. 
Well, we started in March, so we were like three months. My away. God, what are we gonna do for our anniversary? I don't know. I want to go somewhere. Let's do a live trip, live show from like New Orleans. In the middle of Bourbon Street. Yeah, drunk and funky. <laughs> I ain't gonna be funky. I'm not talking about Bourbon Street. Oh yeah. Anyway, okay. we out. <laughs> I'm saying not me. <laughs> <Peace>. <laughs>